Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate. This is your spot for everything real estate and lifestyle related here on the east side, really in the whole Seattle area, because each week we love to share the love with small businesses and highlight some of the people and the things that make this a really amazing place to live. Because when you buy and sell a house, it is about so much more than bedrooms and baths. Um, it's about schools, businesses, events, all of those things, they form the community and the backdrop for your life. I was talking about that with some clients over the weekend and they're getting ready to sell their house. And it's all about, you know, well, what makes one house worth more than another? Or, um, you know, what is it that draws buyers in? And we had a long talk about, you know, specifically for their house, you know, lots, it's, you know, things like lot size and privacy and schools and commutes and access um, and all of the infrastructure that's been built up around their house since they purchased it. All of those things go into marketing and also pricing a house when you go to sell it. So it's really important that you have an agent that knows your area if you're thinking about selling because they need to be able to articulate more than just what kind of counters do you have or when did you last do your furnace or replace your water heater. So if you've got real estate on the brain and you're looking to buy or sell, I invite you to reach out. I am always happy to have a conversation and help in any way that I can. Uh, you can find me via email, Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. There you go. And now I'm excited to introduce our guest today. We have Liz Wozniak with Equilibrium joining us today. You are a registered dietitian um, and you work with people to kind of revamp their lives in a really unique and great way. I love your thought process and your theory on everything. So thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Nicole. I'm so happy to be here. Yay! <laughs> see, thank goodness for Zoom. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. It was kind of nice not to have a commute today. I know, right? Mm -hmm. I think we're all getting a little spoiled like by that. Mm -hmm. So tell us a little bit about, I love your name, Equilibrium, mm -hmm. not Equilibrium, Equilibrium. Um, and though your health approach, you know, there's, there's lots of different thought processes mm -hmm. and approaches to how we treat our health and our eating and our diet. And I think you've got a really great one. So I'd love to hear more about what you've got going on. Thank you so much. Yes. So the name Equilibrium was actually born from reading a textbook and, and reading about homeostasis or the body's ability to maintain equilibrium. And it's so amazing everything that the body does every single day to just keep us at a steady state. And I was rolling around that word in my head and equilibrium, equilibrium, equilibrium <laughs> with a Y. So it was actually born prior to me going to grad school for nutrition and just thinking about if I wanted to get in the health space for which I've been passionate about for a very long time, that was the name I was going to hang my license with. Yeah. So Equilibrium was finally born uh, a little over a year ago, actually a year and a half. So it's a baby business, um, private practice. I see clients one-on-one, -on -one, either in person, now, of course, remotely on telehealth. Mm -hmm. And I also offer in-home visits where I would go in and help you with meal planning, looking around your kitchen, helping you read food labels, really like where the magic happens when it comes to your 
your health in your kitchen is such a huge place. Mm -hmm. um, and as you were alluding to earlier, my stance on health is 100% science based. So I very much pride myself on always going with the evidence, always going with the science, mm -hmm. um, and not and and really scrutinizing the fads or maybe the the different protocols that we get almost on a weekly basis, maybe daily basis when it comes to nutrition health. So I really want to be that resource for the community to help translate, okay, is there any truth to this? Could it work for you? What are the implications if you did try X, Y, and Z? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love it. I think that's great. So um, cool. And it's, you know, it's so interesting. You were talking about the science and reading food labels and mm -hmm. it's fascinating to me. I think that's something that we all can use help with because it's kind of, it seems like what the media says we should focus on mm -hmm. and what is maybe what we really should be focused on in terms of what's right, good and right for our body is two different things, right? Mm -hmm. It um, can be. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure especially when you know how to look and read for fillers or artificial things, all of that type mm -hmm. of stuff. Absolutely. And Nicole, if I may, something to consider for your audience or anybody listening today is ultimately we should be choosing the majority of our food that actually doesn't have nutrition facts label, right? Yeah. Then we wouldn't necessarily need to worry about turning it over, looking at the ingredients, figuring out where, uh, what dietary protocol it falls with, but rather wanting to make sure the majority of your food is unpackaged or more perishable and fresh without that right. nutrition facts label. Right. The mm -hmm. apple that doesn't come stamped with the stuff like it's on your lucky charm cereal box maybe <laughs> yes yes absolutely absolutely or putting down that protein bar and and just getting a handful of nuts perhaps right mm -hmm. absolutely and so you are a registered dietitian mm -hmm. which uh, you know there's a lot of health coaches out there yes. that have varying degrees of education mm -hmm. doesn't mean they're not good at what they do mm -hmm. but you have taken the education portion of what you do to a much different level mm -hmm. than a lot of people out there Mm -hmm. Correct. Absolutely. Yes, that's a that's a great question and uh, worthy to um, distinguish. So, a registered dietitian is um, almost akin to a CPA versus an accountant. So, any registered dietitian can say that they are a nutritionist. They've received schooling in nutrition science, mm -hmm. but not all nutritionists can say they're a registered dietitian. Registered okay. dietitians have to go through a year of supervised work um, where they are um, going between clinical work, food service work, and community nutrition work. And then after that, they take a board exam, which they have to renew with continuing education every five years. So as it, it is just that higher credentialed health practitioner that's mm -hmm. recognized in the medical um, industry as exactly like you said, somebody that has those credentials that um, has been tested and continued to maintain her license. That's great. How did you end up on this path? Like mm -hmm. how did nutrition and counseling end up be your end up being your passion? Mm, it was a winding path, to be honest. Um, so I've always been very passionate about learning about the body. There was something about 
learning about this vessel, like this world as in your body, that made me feel a lot better if I couldn't really figure out <laughs> the world around me as we might realize now. Um, so I always loved that. And I was always a self-proclaimed athlete that liked to try out a lot of different modalities of athleticism. And with that then came hand in hand nutrition uh, to help or not the physical conditioning aspect of those athletics. But guess what? I didn't make a career of that right away. I actually graduated with a degree in marketing and finance and went into the financial sector for a few years. Um, but sure enough, my passion really got stronger and stronger. And I thought, okay, what if I did take that chance to go back to school, do it the right way and see if I could really make a living preaching the word of what I'm really, really passionate about. So I quit my job and I moved across the country to go to Bastyr University on the east side, right outside of Seattle. And I got my master's in nutrition and can, it was about four years of schooling in all to become a registered dietitian. Mm -hmm. I got that certification in 2016, worked for a local startup in Seattle and then created my private practice about a year and a half ago. So a winding road for sure. <laughs> sometimes those are the best ones. They're the richest. They have the best, best ending sometimes. Absolutely. Awesome. And I, I definitely take things that I've learned in my previous career to marry it with what I have now. And I think that's worked out. For sure. Well, I would imagine even just the practical application of you know, how do you take this knowledge and turn it into healthy living on a daily basis mm -hmm. when um, maybe we're not in a COVID world and we're out running around and you've got different things going on and, mm -hmm. you know, you're not sitting at home cooking food all the time. So. Yes, absolutely. I have a strong or a soft spot in my heart for corporate wellness and really mm -hmm. wanting to help those full-time employees that sometimes are forced to put health on the back burner. So I really try to position to them and give them practical steps of interweaving wellness throughout their day so that it doesn't quite have to be deprioritized or put on the back burner. I love it. Very cool. And you have, um, you have some great articles out there and I was reading some of your Instagram posts, I, you know, we're talking this morning before the show about kind of some myth bustings, right? Things like, you know, the whole metabolism revving foods that we're all convinced if we just eat more of this, mm -hmm. right? Because really that's, that's what I want personally. I just want to <laughs> more and lose weight. <laughs> Everybody wants that. Yes. Like just eat more chili powder and uh, yeah. coffee and then you'll all of a sudden get to your desired weight. And uh <sighs> that's just not quite the case. Surprise, surprise, just like many things that you actually have to do the work for when it comes to especially weight management, which is such that hot topic. Um, it really is just all about self-experimentation, trial and error. So you're exactly right. I tend to write for my fitness pal in style and some of those articles that are really stating okay, why are we avoiding carbohydrates again? And I'll be able to be that voice of here are some things to consider where we oftentimes hear things that work super well for one individual, but what about what works well for you? Um, so my position with that is listening to what individuals are experiencing, what they, what 
is attracting them to a certain fad and then presenting the science around it and maybe some experimentation for them to um, follow to really see if it makes a difference for them. Well, and that's the truth, right? Nutrition, like so many things, it's not a one size fits all. Mm -hmm. um, so one person might get a great result with one thing, but that may or may not mean that you get the same result. Mm -hmm. um, so, and I love your approach. One of your Instagram posts that you had was something about what, I think, what did you call it? Like the unfortunate truth or something mm -hmm. <laughs> like before you start your next detox or, you know, juice cleanse or fast or whatever it is. Cause I, and I have to admit, I love a good fasting cleanse, whatever. Right. Sounds great. Mm -hmm. um, and they are fun to do, but if you really want long-term effects, maybe if you just looked at some of your daily intake of things like fried foods, caffeine, alcohol, sugar, that may get you further long-term than not eating for a week. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. I called it the unpopular truth. Exactly. You <laughs> Before you go to things that are very restrictive and take out multiple items, maybe yep. you look at the amount of processed sugar, additional caffeine, alcohol, fried foods. We don't, sometimes we like to close our ears when it comes to those daily little changes, but truly if you inventory where there might be some areas to tighten up a bit. Um, that's certainly more sustainable on the long term, but the harder work. Yeah. Which is why it's helpful to have a coach. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Many times people are utilizing me for that accountability. If I see people on a weekly or an every two week or maybe a monthly basis, it's really just that accountability to say, okay, yes, I'm uh, staying near, near the wagon. Sometimes I'm off, but I get right back on. Sure. Mm -hmm. So what are some of the ways that you work with clients? And if you're just tuning into the today, we've got Liz Wozniak on, or Wozniak, sorry, mm -hmm. um, on the show with Equilibrium. You're a registered dietitian and you coach people through this. Mm -hmm. um, you've got a lot of extensive training in nutrition and helping people mm -hmm. revamp or maybe tweak. Maybe they don't need a full revamp, but tweak their diets to be healthier. Mm -hmm. So how do you do that? What does that look like with your clients? Absolutely. So um, I right now do one-on-one -on -one nutrition counseling uh, in person, but right now I'm fully remote. And for my services, I actually do take most major insurance companies and my services are considered preventive. So a lot of times it's at no cost to the individual or it's just um, there's a copay that might be attributed to it. But really what I like to say is that my help is a therapeutic relationship where you can really make of it what you need. It's not like you necessarily come in and I say, okay, you will be good after 10 sessions or you will be good after two sessions. Rather, it's, okay, well, let's come in and talk about your history, talk about what's going on for you, talk about your goals or anything, any symptoms that you're having, mm -hmm. and then gradually kind of work through that in an approach and a pace that you are comfortable with. Um, so I work from anywhere from athletes that, like you said, might just need some tweaking or maybe they're trying to tighten up some of their uh, training and conditioning fueling. And then I definitely work with people that are seeking to uh, prevent disease. If somebody is gets a scare at a doctor's office, maybe with yeah. a prehypertension yeah. uh, diagnosis or high cholesterol or anything kind of scary that might happen at a doctor's office, um, that's the perfect time 
time to visit a registered dietitian because we can usually turn that train around before you need medication or a medical intervention of some sort. Uh, so definitely specialize in preventive health, sustainable weight loss or weight management, digestive disorders, um, and hormonal balances. I love it. Mm -hmm. um, and you kind of mentioned it at the beginning right there where you're talking about, you know, the way you work with clients. Sometimes they just come in, it's a couple things, but a lot of times, I think anytime you are looking to make change with this, with your diet or anything else, there's often an unraveling. So mm -hmm. it, a lot of times there's benefits to working with somebody over an extended period of time, because it's kind of like you need the initial shot of, okay, let's do these things. Mm -hmm. And then you get to either a stuck point or a backsliding part, like you talked about, so it's pretty normal to fall off the wagon, but if you can get back on faster, mm -hmm. um, and that's really where having somebody um, keep you accountable and offer solutions, I think is mm -hmm. super helpful. Absolutely. And also just listen, provide that space to allow people to just tell me what their food and body frustrations mm -hmm. are, what they have challenges with and what they feel like it's rooted in. That's why it truly does become that therapeutic relationship where, yes, I've uh, been with a client now for almost three years. So it's really, I've seen how that life has changed and how uh, they have learned and persevered through um, all of those changes changes. And you're exactly right. It's such an unraveling. People will come thinking that they need to try this thing or avoid that thing. And three sessions later, we're at a completely different area um, because yeah. just all of that unpacking. Yeah. As with most things in life, there's more to it, right? It's more yes. that if you could just get me to not eat grains, everything would be or whatever, right? That yes. seems to be a big thing right now. We're not supposed to eat grains or something. Right, okay. right, right. Exactly. Well, and, and that's the, the fact of the matter too, is that um, people are just looking for that solution. Maybe they're looking to feel right. better or they're just looking to see some sort of progress in some way. Or a lot of times they're looking to feel like they're in control of right. some aspect of their health. So yeah. that's a huge, huge part of it. For sure. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, with most of us, or I don't know, most of us, but for me, it's like, well, I'll give up this, but then I want that. Yes, <laughs> that's how the brain works. You exactly. say it can't have something. Yeah, puts more pressure than on those other items. Exactly. Right. Yeah, so you will notice visiting my website, I never talk about a specific dietary protocol mm -hmm. or, or dogma, but it's rather, um, just like you said, one size does not fit all. There are maybe some general guidelines that I will always bring to the table for, as a means sure. of education, but more so it's just unraveling, trying different things and, and tracking your progress along the way. For sure. Well, and you mentioned your website, which is equilibrium.com and you have some fantastic resources on there. If you're mm -hmm. feeling like you just want to be more educated on this topic mm -hmm. and you really value kind of more of the science behind it and the whole why behind things, you've got a phenomenal blog on there mm. with all kinds of great information. I was reading some of your blog posts and they're detailed. It's way more than, you know, 
give up grains, eat more veggies or, you know, whatever, try this green juice recipe. You have some very detailed information mm-hmm. for free on your blog. If people, if you're out there and this is interesting to you, but you feel like you need more background on stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you have some phenomenal meal plans on mm-hmm. there as well that people can purchase, but for a really low, I thought, you know, $29 is super low mm-hmm. dollar amount. And I think that's so great because I think for a lot of reasons, one, even though things are opening up, the reality is we're all cooking more at home and yes, we're kind of through our recipes. Everybody's been there, done that on whatever our go-to recipes are. So to have Mm -hmm. some new ideas and also when you're looking to make changes, I think that's one of the hardest things. It's, you know, well, what do I do Mm -hmm. now? I remember, so I'm vegetarian and years ago, Mm -hmm. I grew up eating meat, I'm vegetarian. And this is like 20 years ago, but I went to visit my grandma who is a hardcore meat eater. Mm -hmm. And uh, she went to make spaghetti sauce with beef in it. She always puts ground meat in it. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. grandma, I can't, I, I'm, that's great. That's totally fine. But I'll just eat without the sauce because mm-hmm. um, I don't eat meat. And she was like, well, but it's, it's not, it's not sauce without the meat. It's not healthy. Like she just, uh, it was pretty cute. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I think that perfectly illustrates we all get there or a version of that sometimes when we're trying to make a change, mm-hmm. but we've done it one way for so long. It's like, I know I'm supposed to do something different or that there's a different option, but I'll be darned. I can't find it for the life of me. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Changing habits or ingrained thoughts about food is very tough. So that's exactly what the meal plans are there for to encourage people to look at balanced eating in a fun and approachable way so you're exactly right if if uh you want to try out the meal plans before sitting one-on-one to really talk about your eating style Mm -hmm. they're really published out there to help the general population where it is going to be the majority of whole food plant-based foods um, with some high quality meats in there but very much with the emphasis of this can be this doesn't have to be rocket scientist science. It's going to be approachable. It might even be delicious and completely manageable. So exactly. And thank you for saying that. That is the goal behind the content that I put on my website. That's great. So I, if you're out there and you're wondering, like I said, even if you're just out of recipes, you need something new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, I, I highly encourage people to check it out. You, they can go to your website, equilibrium.com. We'll obviously have links on our website, nicolemangina.com forward slash podcast um, for all of this after the show. Um, and you have a great free 15 minute consult if people just mm-hmm. want to call you. And because like you said, it's all about approach, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no one size diet fits all and no, you know, it is, it's kind of like therapy mm-hmm. um, when you do this stuff. So you've got to be in sync with, with your person. And so I think it's great that you offer, you know, a free initial consultation and just see like, is this the right fit? Is this the right path to go down and the right time to do it? Yeah, so, absolutely. I, I say that that's their opportunity to interview me and to just get a sense for if I would be a good fit to them. I feel very honored when somebody would trust me with their food and health journey. So exactly, I say you can test me out or try it before we really get into a relationship. I think that's great Mm -hmm. for sure. Any other health tips or misconceptions that kind of seem to come up a lot or, or big things for you when you're with mm-hmm. your clients? Well, 
Let's see, so much, right? And just to speak uh, briefly on that, that grain-free. So that is, that's a, that's a big fad right now. Um, I, I have personally been very hesitant for why carbohydrates are, are under the scrutiny, why we always want to take them yeah. out of eating. Um, so we have been subsisting off grains for a very, very long time. Maybe the crop has slightly changed, um, but again, if you go back to those whole grains as they were intended by nature, you cook them, you rinse them, um, it's really just a matter of checking in with yourself. Do you get a higher sense of satiety if you have some grains in your meals? Mm -hmm. If your stir fry is complete with brown rice, do you actually feel a bit more calm and sated after that meal? Yeah. If your morning scramble is complete with a really high quality slice of bread and it's able to carry you until lunch, then is that worth it in the long run? So yeah, this is again where we kind of toe that line of um, blanket recommendations where we're avoiding a whole food group can actually um, promote unintended consequences. So um, I would just encourage everybody to explore it on their own, always looking at the most um, whole grain that you can or the most whole food that you can. Mm -hmm. um, and then all I could say that's kind of fit for summer is in, enjoy that summer fruit out there. It's such a fantastic way to get some um, fast energy when you're spending more time outside. Yeah. I've been excited to see the melons that are coming in this season and the yeah. stone fruit. Um, just a fun tip, if you pair fruit with protein, like some Greek yogurt, maybe some nuts, uh, hummus, it's gonna stick with you longer. If you've ever, ever experienced having an apple and then you're hungry 30 minutes later, um, that's just because it's, it's mostly carbohydrate and it's mostly fiber. So it runs through your system really quickly. So Got just it. pair that with some protein and you'll stay satisfied longer. Oh, good tip. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us today. I so appreciate it. Um, I love your approach to health and nutrition mm. and I think it's something that everybody can benefit from, you know, those little tweaks in your diet can make a huge difference. Mm -hmm. So again, we've had Liz Wozniak with equi Equilibrium, say that 10 times fast yes. <laughs> <laughs> on the show today. We'll have links to everything. You've got your meal plans, your amazing informational blog mm -hmm. and links for how to work with you. We'll have all of that on our website after the show. Um, you can go to nicolemangina.com forward slash podcast. So thanks so much for joining us today. It was really a pleasure chatting with you. Thank you, Nicole. It really was. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Take care, everybody. It is 4th of July weekend. It'll be one for the record books because I don't know if there's any fireworks or parades, but it'll be a great time to just relax and hang out and get out in nature. So take care. and We'll see you next week. Bye.